When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Not going quite so well yesterday with the Redbacks. We're hoping it'll turn around. We spoke to this gentleman last year when he joined our great state. Nathan McAndrew joins us now. Nate, thanks for your time. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. No, our pleasure. No doubt about that at all. You you found a little bit of touch with the bat personally, but uh, collectively, we just weren't good enough again. Um, no, obviously, it wasn't um, wasn't an ideal week for us. We um, we thought that was a, a winnable game for us. We thought we had a, a pretty strong team out on uh, on the park, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll ride in it. After the first two days, obviously day three's moving day, and unfortunately it didn't quite move in the right direction for us. Um, but yeah, well that's just probably a, a early period on the on the day where uh, conditions sort of favoured the bowlers. Uh, a bit of rain in the morning and some overcast conditions, and yeah, Peter Siddle obviously a world class bowler, and you know had a, a spell there that really cracked the game open. And you look back, and that's probably a match winning spell. So. Um, you know, we probably didn't uh, nail that morning, but um, sometimes you also got to tip your cap to a, a world-class yeah. bowler and, you know, admit that he was, was too good on the day. So, Nathan, how did you review the 227 for the first innings, Dick? How did, how did you conclude on that one? Um, yeah, look, I think it was maybe a little bit under par, but not, not too much, to be honest. I think Adelaide Oval, traditionally, day one, it's, it's always tough to score. Um, it's always a bit slow and tennis ball-y, so yeah. um, the scoring rate is usually quite slow. Um, and, you know, I think you never know until both sides have batted on it, um, and, and they were to get, I think it was 245 from memory off the top of my head. So mm-hmm. for them to only be, you know, 18 runs ahead of us um, in the first innings when the second day was definitely better to bat than the first, I think that was a win. I don't think we batted um, our best by any stretch. It was a great knock by Jake Lehman. Um, in the first innings to get us to that target. It wasn't very pretty, but we got there. Um, and I thought we, we fought really well with the ball to only be sort of in an 18-run deficit. So it certainly wasn't a perfect first innings, but um, it was certainly enough to the point where um, once both sides had batted um, after both first innings, we were still well and truly in the game. And Nathan, we did live crosses each day to uh, Chad Sayers, who's now part of the SEN cricket team. Uh, he spoke about the drop-in yep. pitches. How do you find them? Um, well, I, I don't really have much else to go off, to be honest. I never played mm. on Adelaide Oval before, always a drop-in, so I can't really comment on, on what they used to be. They they certainly don't break up um, over the course of four days. They they are a bit tennis ball-y and grassy um, traditionally and, and offer a bit in the first innings, but then flatten out and become very good batting surfaces on day three and day four. So, um, yeah, it's, it's probably, you know, there's quite a few drop-in wickets around the country now, to be honest, and Adelaide Oval is quite unique compared to the rest of them. It's, it's got that thatchier grass and it, it plays quite um, quite differently to most other drop-ins that are traditionally just quite flat and hard mm. and, and stay that way over the course of the four days. Adelaide Oval, at least, you know, it's certainly going to be 
Um, we've been in it for the bowlers in the first two days and it will flatten out. And it's, it can sometimes be a bit challenging to, to bowl a team out on day four. It's sometimes a bit nicer to be um, to be chasing because it, it can flatten out. It can be easy to chase um, runs as opposed to take 10 wickets as long as you uh, haven't gotten too far behind in the game. And Nathan, you mix and match here because then you've got Karen Rolton where it's a yep. different deck there. It was interesting when Ben Hook was co-hosting last week or the week before, he's of the impression that Karen Rolton's not going to suit spinners. It's, it's, it's changed to the point it's not a spinning deck anymore. Is that the way you see it? Um, yeah, I think it depends. Uh, there was a lot of grass left on it for the first uh, first rounds. I think also just given that the climate, it's been so yeah. cold that it hasn't been hot enough um, to really get that that hardness in into the um, into the surface. So... Um, it, it certainly can break up and spin um, in games that are sort of maybe later on in the season once the summer sun is baking on it, it can then um, dry out a lot and break up. But I think earlier on in the season, um, especially if there's a bit of grass coverage, it's it's not really ever going to be a spinner's wicket. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's again hard to know what the um, Park 25 wicket used to be like in, in years previous, but I think um, over over. The times that I've played on it, it does, you know, get lower and slower, but it doesn't really break up to the point where it, it turns massively. Um, you know, the one game I've played on it where it turned big was the game against Queensland last year, but that was because it was quite underprepared and it, and it actually divoted, um, and so balls were sort of spinning because it was hitting a divot and, and turning out of it. Yeah. But um, traditionally, it doesn't break up too much, no. We'll move on to tomorrow's game very shortly, but it would be wrong or remiss not to mention Ben uh, Menenti. Uh, it was a very solid performance. Yeah, he, he had a, a fantastic week. Um, obviously, in a losing side, it's not ideal, but yeah, he's uh, he's really hit the ground running for us. He's uh, you know he's a great competitor. I've known Ben for for quite a few years now, playing him in great cricket in Sydney uh, for a number of years. Um, coming through the system there and um, you know he's just a, a very well-rounded cricketer he bowls well he bats well he's he's take, took some great slips catches as we saw as well um, but he, he's just very competitive and he's got a great cricket brain as well you know he really understands the game and he's he's got great cricket instincts for someone who hasn't played a huge amount of first-class cricket um, so he's he's been a great addition to our group um, and you know hopefully he can continue to play the way he's been uh, been playing because he's, he's hit the ground running in, in both formats for yeah, us. he was a mild sensation. Uh, Nathan, let's take a look at tomorrow's game. You take on Tasmania, a chance to get a little bit of redemption there in the marsh one day. Uh, early in all forms of the game, but you're sitting in third place on the ladder, one win, one loss. Uh, how do you feel you're travelling there? Do you feel you're travelling better or is it too early in the one-day game as opposed to the Shield team? Um, oh, it's obviously early in the season, so it's hard hard to tell, but I think I think we've got a very strong white ball squad. I think a lot of our batters are, are quite um, aggressive by nature sort of thing. So I think that, that lends quite well to um, our 50-over team. Um, obviously, Henry Hunt's the, you know, the traditional opener up the top, but you look at the guys all the way through, they're all you know, quite aggressive and look to really get the game moving. You know, your Jake Weatherall, Travis Head, Alex Carey, Jake Lehman, they're all... They're all looking to, to get the ball moving. And then, you know, myself and Ben Benenti can hopefully come in later on in the order and have a bit of a slog. So I think, we, um, I think we've got a, a pretty, um, pretty dynamic white ball team. And I, I'm, you know, really excited about what we can achieve. I think we've got a, a really, really good all-round bowling lineup as well. We've got a lot of air speed, which I think is really crucial in, in white ball cricket um, with the additions of, well, Wes, Wes Agar being back to his best this year and being back out of the park and fit, which is 
a huge bonus and Henry Thornton coming over as well. So we've got some really good airspeed as well. Um, so I think we're in a, a good position with the with the white ball squad and um, obviously Tassie certainly got the better of us uh, up in Queensland in the uh, earliest uh, part of the season. So hopefully we can yeah turn the turn the tides and get one back on them t- tomorrow. So Nathan, which form do you enjoy most? Which gives you the greatest satisfaction, long form cricket or the short game? Um, oh, for me, it's four day cricket. I think that's yeah. still the most um, the purest form of the game. Anyway, um, I, I've played a lot more white ball cricket, being that I debuted in the Big Bash back when I was twenty three, and I only debuted in red ball cricket last year. So yeah. I've certainly you know played uh, a lot more Big Bash cricket or white ball cricket um, over my career, but. For me, it's it's still Test cricket. It's still you know, I still think the 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 red belt ball format is the you know the pinnacle of our sport, and and I, I certainly love the Big Bash. I absolutely you know love the energy that T20 cricket brings and and big crowds and these sorts of things. But I think um, you know I think for any traditional cricket fan, it, it it is all about red ball cricket. Well, if someone's looking for something to do tomorrow, head down to the Adelaide Oval. The one-day game gets underway at 10am when the Redbacks take on Tasmania. Hey, you'd be looking forward to the next Shield game. It's not until October the 31st, but you're playing at North Dalton Park in Wollongong in New South Wales. You were born in Wollongong. Is that right? I was, yeah. About about another half an hour south in Shell Harbour is where I grew up, but I was yeah, born at Wollongong Hospital, so it's a, yeah, a bit of a homecoming for me, actually. So I'm really, really looking forward to that game and... Um, yeah, it's sort of uh, funny. I haven't seen mum and dad and, and my brother and family for a while, and oh. mum and dad have actually driven down to this week to watch this game, and then <laughs> I'll see them again next uh, next game, Wollongong. So I'll be sick of them in a couple of weeks. But, um, <laughs> no, it's, it's been good to see them, and yeah, hopefully I'll be able to. to my brother will be able to get down there with uh, the niece and nephew uh, to the game at Wollongong, which will be which will be lovely. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we get. I think Wollongong's been peppered with a lot of rain lately, yes. and there's a lot forecast yeah. for next week. So. Um, at North Dalton's right by the beach, so the, you know it won't be an issue of the drainage. But if the wicket's under covers for two weeks, it'll be Sweet. could be a bit spicy. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But yeah, looking forward to, to getting home for a little bit. For and sure. you've played on North Dalton Park before. I have, yeah, not for a while, um, not not yeah. since I was about seventeen years old. But um, yeah, it's usually a, it's a pretty flat wicket, good good batting surface. So. Yeah, again, not sure what that'll look like again if it's if it's been under covers for so long. But it's um, yeah, it's a big ground, it's a big AFL field, um, quite similar probably to Karen Rolton um, in terms of dimensions. So, um, but yeah, it's a it's a nice ground, sort of a boutiquey vibe, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully the Illawarra region gets around and, and we get a decent turnout to it. Nathan, really appreciate your time again. Uh, thank you for jumping on, and let's hope uh, we can get a couple of Ws in a row in all forms of the game. Yeah, fingers crossed. Thanks for having me, guys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.